If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because her name is Sarah and it's Farasia. Here we are, just two fat girls, just living Ugh. our fat girl life. Let me tell you something. In that last show, you, you had to go take care of your son and I ha- handled the on air for a few minutes. When my, I got a large broccoli and uh, spinach pizza. I got a lot of meatball hero and I got a chicken parm hero. All of that is coming to this house in about 15 minutes. So when the doorman, and by the way, everyone, it's 1114 on Saturday morning that we're recording this. So we are hungover here you today. Have, do you have people over? What? What? What is? Will you eat all this in one <laughs> sitting? Like this okay. is. Uh... It's not all going to be eaten in one sitting. But when you are a single woman like myself, and you do not cook, we have not had a stove turned on in any of the homes in decades. Um, you order when the food is coming to your house. You order extra because you know it's like starvation over here. Like you don't know where your next meal is coming from. So there you go. This is lunch. This is dinner. This is perhaps another lunch tomorrow. We have we have ordered. She has ordered her meals. Some do a food subscription box. Miss Yontif calls it in. All right. I do this. And speaking okay. of which, you just reminded me, I, this is how my life, how pathetic my life has become. I have a prescription from CVS, which is supposed to come today. Nothing major. CVS in Hollywood is literally probably an eight minute walk. I, yesterday, they're like, it's $8 to deliver. I'm like, great. I'm not walking eight minutes. Then yesterday night, some, uh, one of my batteries ran out and the mouse, I like to use a mouse for my computer. Again, CVS in Hollywood, seven minutes away. I door dashed a pack of batteries. So I am, when I tell you that I am a professional success and a personal disaster, I mean it. That's all. Disaster. Okay. Well, she is here. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I I love you. I hope that the Ozempi is going well. You know, Jillian Michaels came out and just said, Oprah, you know, Oprah's making a fortune and she ain't really fully disclosing the fact that WW owns a, a stake in Ozempic. And she says, yeah. we're going to see the biggest fallout as people can no longer tolerate it and they're going to come off it and gain all the way back and more. But of course, then people are trolling her because she was part of the biggest loser, which also... I think only maybe 3% of all contestants that went on that show, which was out for, I don't know how many seasons ever kept their weight off. So, well, I have gained some of mine back, not a ton, but you, you look know. good though. You look healthy. Thank I was you. telling you that last night. You look healthy. Well, <sighs> uh, speaking of Beverly Hills, where we've been hanging out, um, yes, I love RB, RHOBH. Where do you want to go? We got a lot to talk about. I mean, Kyle and Morgan. Do you have any sympathy for Miss Richards anymore? Showing up at Craig's uh, with Morgan. They forgot their leftovers. They had to run back. Somebody from the restaurant ran them out. 
They went ring shopping together. Coincidentally, lots of paparazzi. Do you feel, and, and you know, that clip is circulating of Erica Jane on Watch What Happens Live this week saying to Andy, are you coming for her? And he said, well, she what, wants to oh, what, what do you mean? Eviscer- I was eviscerated, so everybody should be treated fairly. She's my friend, but fair is fair. I mean, what? Okay, so I guess, like, is this the same thing? So Erica, I mean, I I get what she's saying. So I guess what? We raked her over the coals. She had a very tough one, specifically, if not two reunions, where it was like, did you know or did you not know? So what are we, and I'm not disagreeing with Erica, because I agree. I do think Let's not give a free, a lot of people think that Kyle gets a free pass, but I mean, people think that, you know, people don't you call the tree hugger, Sarah, cause they'll give you a, a, a earful about Melissa Gorga and her free passes and Joey Gorga that, that, that violent man, he charged, he charged at the refs. Um, but I mean, does Kyle get a free pass by Andy Cohen? I understand what Erica's saying, but I don't understand what she's saying in this category. Like, what are we coming at Kyle for? excuse me yeah right to tell the truth oh my god my pizza keep talking hold on go get your pizza because i have i david speaking uh, what can he eviscerate kyle richard you could send the delivery up to me the only thing that he can eviscerate her on okay thank you these ongoing rumors of morgan and kyle together and we know that Kyle and Mauricio are separated. I mean, I do think that Andy could grill her harder at this reunion. He says he's going to. So let's see if. I mean, I think the Morgan thing is, I mean, like the the lyrics to Morgan's songs are coincidental. I met this Beverly Hills. Hot. And by the way, I guess what Erica's saying is like Andy needs to ask point blank. Did you go downtown? Did you kiss her? Are you dating her? Are you in love with her? Has physically anything happened between the two of you? It's no one's business. Is that what someone in the back row said? It's actually all of our businesses because you're on a fucking reality show making $1.5 million. Don't put yourself on TV if you you don't want that smoke. Um, No, I think EJ is correct. And Mr. Cohen says that we are going to get a very intense uh, reunion where he's going to ask her at all. But I I would be curious. And I would I actually want to know more of what is the root issue of her breakup from Mauricio. That's what I want to know. Was it okay? I know these things don't. It's like usually some small thing that breaks the camel's back because this is years of buildup in a marriage. But what exactly was it? Was it his alleged cheating rumors that just finally became too much? Was it the fact that he just does travel all the time? I'm just talking about what, okay, I agree with EJ. There ha- she's He's really got a grill. Right? He's ask point blank. But then I also really think that Andy needs to get into what did, what was the catalyst? So, you know, and really press her, like, were you guys pretending for all these years? Because we loved you guys together as an audience. We thought you were so united. So how long of it was a fake? You know, how many years has this really been happening? Or was this Lorene's passing that just like that week changed your life? You know, which happens to people too. Some people just, and with the homeless, not toothless, where you and I, our backs are in it. You can see us a couple times. It's yes. it was interesting to see the cameras film them. She seems so over him. 
so over him. But at that event, because I did, I think I did this on Patreon, like in more, much more detail. But at that event, it seemed like they were together to us, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, now looking back, it was interesting because remember, you and I sat right beside them, right? Right behind them. Yeah. And do you remember at one point, Mauricio and PK turned to us and said, hey, how are you guys? Like, they were like, hey, what's going on? Like, I don't know. And I felt it in a way that Mo was like, not that he was flirting with us, but really? he did seem pretty friendly, didn't he? I mean, who did he want to fuck more, you or me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But then we asked him to smoke pot when he was going to the bathroom, and he, he didn't really respond to that. We were he like, turned oh. us down. Yeah, he was like, no, no. Um, I don't even smoke pot, but I would have with you, Mo. It's like with Snoop Dogg. Mo and Snoop Dogg, you don't say no to girl. And it was interesting because she was quite standoffish uh, at Homeless Not Toothless. Of all of them, she was the most guarded. And I was like, hey, Kyle, can I take a photo? And she's like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if she said yes. I think she just sort of shook her head. And that was it. Like, never said anything. So I don't know. She was the most standoffish. She was. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, the people, speaking of Beverly Hills, have come for a miss which I don't even know why we're calling her Anna Marie. I mean, A-N-N-E Marie to me says Anne Marie, but apparently on the show, they say Anna Marie. So I guess I'll call her Anna Marie. Anna Marie, but all right. the people, Nicole Martin, we have a lot of things to get into. The people have come for Anna Marie. You guys have spoken. You don't like the bitch. Yeah, the audience like really turned on her. And so did the American anesthesiology department. So there is some question of if she's a doctor or if she's a nurse. All right. Well, we found out she's a nurse because the Anesthesiologist Association of America came out and was like. If you're a doctor. okay, go on. Well, yeah, they said, you know, it's 12 plus years of med school, 16,000 clinical hours, and they would like Anna Marie Wiley to know. That title misappropriation has no place in healthcare, which I think that's kind of goes without saying. Like, I definitely don't want to have any surgery by someone who is not a doctor. I'm going to put that out there. I'm not interested. I'll be very honest with you. Now, the person that shoots up my face, I used to go to a top surgeon in, in New York City. I don't need that. Not for the needles, the Botox, the filler. I don't give a shit. Nurse practitioner and license injector. I don't have to go to a top doctor for that, nor do I. I go right here near my house. But any surgery, I'd like you to be a doctor. Is that asking too much? No, I think that makes perfect sense. Thank you. It's funny. I've said this to you because we've had this debate. Anna Marie doesn't bother me so much. Like I didn't, I I don't know. I mean, that homeless, not toothless scene where Crystal's like coming for her, I, I think- the women were right. Like everybody wants Crystal to have a voice, but was this it? I... Well, then Kyle, Kyle has a, has a problem with the voice. She says, not at a black tie event. Like you've never called someone out at a black tie event, Richards? Roll the tape. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shapes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake. 
cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. You guys, Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and I have to tell you the perfect gift for your loved one or your date this Valentine's Day is the Via High Love Gummy. Look, the High Love Gummy, it's kind of like the best of both worlds. It pairs aphrodisiac herbs with, listen, a mild amount of THC. It just, it kind of like awakens your senses, it increases your blood flow, and look, for those dates, it certainly intensifies any sexual experience. I also love that Baya has an array of other gummies with or without THC. So if THC isn't for you, you could still take advantage of their CBD line with products designed for sleep, focus, and energy. Vaya has something for everyone. They legally ship in all 50 states with very discreet packaging directly to your door. So let the gummies work their magic. So head to viahemp.com and use the code VELVET to receive 15% off and one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and over. That's V-I-I-A-Hemp.com and use code VELVET at checkout. Take your passion and your pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Hemp. Who doesn't love the finer things in life? I sure do. But listen, even though I enjoy luxury, it doesn't mean I can always afford it. And even if I can afford it, it doesn't mean I always want to pay the prices. That's why I dress myself head to toe in Quince. Quince is my go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. My favorite is their 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters that start at $50. I have this cashmere crew neck sweater literally in every color, and there are like our over 10 to choose from. I have it in sapphire. I have it in mustard. I have it in charcoal. I have it in navy. I can keep going. Quince has washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, 14 karat gold. The best part is that their items are always priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash velvet rope for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash velvet rope to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash velvet rope. What was your New Year's resolution? Mine was to save money, eat better and stress less. And that's why I turned to HelloFresh because it accomplished all three of my New Year's resolutions. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. I get to skip trips to the grocery store, and I can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking for me so easy, so much fun, and affordable. They have over 45 dinner options to choose from weekly. Oh my God, last night I made the most amazing smashed black bean tostadas. They had green pepper, pico de gallo, lime creme, 
All that was delivered and the recipe was so simple to follow. You know, also they say breakfast is the most important meal of the day and HelloFresh agrees. So go to HelloFresh.com slash VelvetRopeFree and use code VelvetRopeFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash VelvetRopeFree with code VelvetRopeFree. These are all the reasons why HelloFresh is America's number one one meal kit. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm coming for Kyle a little bit today. I feel it. My blood is boiling. You're annoyed by Anna Marie, right? You, you, you find her annoying because just because of what the, the confusion about her medical degree, she's, you know, she's longtime anesthesiology nurse, but that, or just the coming after Sutton over the throat. And let's just ask the question, is Anna Marie the new Diana Jenkins? Now you asked some good questions here, Sarah. Um, None, none of the above. She just annoys me. She just annoys me. I asked a few weeks ago if she was the new Teddy Mellencamp. I would say, I mean, Diana, now let me explain something to you. Very unpopular opinion, which I've said here before on the show. I don't mind Diana Jenkins. I like Diana Jenkins. Now, if I put, look down into my soul and do some soul searching, it could be because I do love people with tons of money. So it could be the several hundred million dollars that she has. Like, I do want her to call me. I do want to go to her house. I do want to hang out with Asher. I don't necessarily want to hang out with her baby, but hopefully the baby will be asleep. And I would hang with Asher. He can sing. I would love to hang with Diana Jenkins. She can give me some money. She can give me some gifts on the way out. I don't mind Diana Jenkins. I really don't. I feel she's an underdog, believe it or not. I feel she came on the show. I feel she got a bad rap. I don't mind Diana Jenkins. I really don't. Anna Marie. She, she annoys you. That's interesting because yeah. you them get under your skin. I, I don't know. She doesn't she annoy me. me that much. I, I feel like she's a, I think she could be a good addition. I don't know. Something about her is a little bit refreshing. Maybe that she's, um, Perky and kind of annoying. I I kind of, I like it. I like it. And by the way, let me just go on since I'm just going to go for it. Out there. She annoys me more than uh, the Nat Mellencamp. The Nat Mellencamp doesn't really necessarily. I'm, wow. I'm really, I swear to Sarah, ever since you and I, this is all guys blame Sarah wow. Frazier because ever since we did our end of the year list, and you had the Nat Mellencamp on your best of list. And you pleaded your case to me about why Teddy was on the best of and how what a great year she had. I listened to you. I'm slowly coming around about the Nat Mellencamp. I feel bad for her. I, I yeah, I just, and I, I actually don't feel bad for her. The cancer thing I do, anybody that is battling cancer. And I actually read a story that sadly this morning that 2 million Americans are going to be diagnosed with cancer this year because yes, so many they are. young people under 50 now are getting cancer. They can't figure out why. Correct. Correct. So that is 100% correct. And I live every day in fear of getting cancer because- I was going to say, wow, that lighted you up here. Okay. Yeah, it, like it runs in my family and I just, this is why today- that really got you. Well, there's I have no problem. Today is a beautiful day. Excuse me? Drinking uh, helps leads to cancer. They don't know. Or is it is the correlation with cancer the fact that you know younger people are drinking more, uh, more through the pandemic? It was like a binge God. drinking. We're obsessed with alcohol in this society. Uh, so is that the reason? Is it 
chemicals in our food? Probably a lot. What were you going to say about the gnat? You feel bad for her? Just the cancer battle. But the gnat is brilliant. You know, she goes to BravoCon. She don't give a rip if she if she's got a guest pass, a day pass, a janitor pass. She's already friends with all these these movers and shakers on these shows. She's getting exclusive. So we love I, I, I like the gnat. The gnat doesn't bother me. She doesn't bother me either. Now the rat, the rat that scuddies. That is. What type of cheese does she like, guys? That one is annoying. So I, I okay, yeah. People are very upset with Anna, Anna Marie. I, I don't, I don't know. She Do doesn't think, bother you. I think she's one and done. Well, so. here, here's it's a that is such a good question because this is what I think. I do think everyone listening is going to enjoy this. Look, I don't think. Bravo and producers and Andy and Andy does not have the final say, you guys. It's a collective decision. When they know something is right, they no one can influence them. I mean, people wanted Melissa Gorga gone so bad last season, and here she is. But I do think if there's a gray area and they're not sure, I do think that they hear the people. They hear it. RHOA was absolute fucking trash and either needs to be rebooted or something has to happen. And here we are five months later and we have wow. no clue what's going on. I truly think this, to answer your question, I think Anna Marie was going to come back because like you look at like a crystal Kong, like you don't, first of all, we cannot have a whole bunch of over the top personalities. They don't want that. And second of all, she is doing the job of a first year housewife. No, she's not Monica Garcia, who is reality of all in a tease, but we don't need everyone to be that. Right. So she's doing the job and she is speaking up in this whole thing about Sutton's esophagus. I mean, we had a whole season about a fucking dog and Munchausen. So we've, we've been down this road before, so you can't really blame her. But I wonder if now the people disliking her so much and were right on the cusp, that maybe could cost her her job. I was thinking more is Marcellus Wiley's accusations going to cost her the job. No, um, you know, he has now been hit with a an alleged sexual assault case from back when he was at, I believe, Cornell, maybe as an athlete. Don't quote me. But Columbia, you know, Columbia, Columbia, big Ivy League. Darling, so, learn your New York Ivies, please. Um. So anyhow, I I actually thought it was more him, you know, because they do. We do seem to see less and less of him. I feel like he's been completely edited out um, this season because of what's happened um so i just didn't know if that was i actually i think she's getting it i think she's going to get a second or third season i do i I think there's potential there you do i do i like her in the mix and i have a feeling that kyle may need allies next season yeah yeah now look at she might come back she definitely might come back so she does annoy me. I don't think for any particular reason. I think Dr. Nicole is, she did great on Watch What Happens the other week when they asked her about, you know, she weighed in on this and she said that, you know, she's wrong. I mean, Dr. Nicole is an actual doctor and is an anesthesiologist and was like her analysis of the esophagus is wrong. And Anna Marie said, you know, why are you weighing in on this? You're clout chasing. And Dr. Nicole on Watch What Happens, because she was asked about it, said, 
you know, when you're clout chasing, isn't that like the definition of it? Like you are trying to attach yourself to someone bigger. So she's like, uh, you know, like if I was clout chasing, you know, like if I was clout chasing here, I would tell you how I know Kim Kardashian, not how I know Anna Marie Wiley, basically. And she basically was like, don't you, it's not mean you're supposed to attach yourself to like someone bigger. Like I should attach myself to a bigger housewife. Like, I guess to her point, she should, back. she should name drop Teresia Judice. She should right. name drop Erica Jane. I kind of see what Dr. Nicole is saying here. So touche, Anna Marie Wiley. So let's head down to the peach, uh, down to Atlanta. Do what let's do, what do you make of RHOA? You you brought it up five, four months, four months, four or five months. I mean, Candy Burris came out with a statement recently. She, nobody, she has not been offered any contract. They're not filming. Uh, I believe um, Kenya has said this as well. So what do you make? It doesn't seem like any of the old cast has been extended a contract that when, I when Tam- No, when Tamara was doing press with Sheree, it came up and, and Tamara was like, they were in an interview together and Tamara was like, well, you don't have anything to worry about. I mean, Tamara is so... Tamara, stick to two T's. You know what I mean? Like, you're not a producer, okay? I'm the producer over here. Uh, Sheree does have something to worry about, actually. She's not very likely nor guaranteed to be back. So just because she's Sheree, that doesn't mean anything. Your friend Vicky, your ex-friend Vicky was kicked to the ass, harassed to the curb. Um, someone's like, oh, well, Andy says, Andy says we're not rebooting it. Yeah, okay, we're listening to Andy fucking Cone. Andy also, Andy lies. I have news for everyone. Andy also says we're going to see Girls Trip with Caroline and uh, Brandy until someone asks a follow-up question. He's well, like- he doesn't lie, but he's very media trained. He initially yes, very said media yes. Trained. And then um, actually the TikToker, Jordy Cray, who asked that question is going to be on my podcast this week. Listen, he's he's a big BravoCon and millennial deep dive uh, TikToker. Anyway, he asked that question at BravoCon and we were talking about this on my podcast. Andy cleverly kind of backtracked and said, well, I I hope we're going to see the girls trip. I mean, right. Why wouldn't we? You know, very right. So, like, what did Andy really say about the reboot? Did he say, well, our plan is not to reboot it? Was that what he said? Because that doesn't sound like it's not going to be rebooted. That's their plan. We have a lot of plans today, people. Oh, my God. I am riled up. Riled up. Um, Look, we we have no answers on RHOA. No, and it may not be rebooted. It may not be. But I personally, personally, me think that it should be rebooted. That is my honest opinion. I don't think nor see how you can mix new and and old. And 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 we tried, didn't we try that with Leah and Ebony and everyone screamed and everyone's going to say, well, that's not why. It was because Ebony wanted to talk about race. Well, it still doesn't work. I mean, we're going to have like three new girls in their late 30s going for Kenya. Kenya will destroy them with a blink of her eye. I still think Kenya and Candy are the two that are the most protected. I really do. But one of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they are little. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and app for kids six to eight. 
With GoHenry, kids can learn about money, set spending and saving goals, and even track chores and earn allowance money right within the app. They learn the value of money by using their GoHenry debit cards, while parents can set spend limits and help guide their journey while staying informed every step of the way. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, a learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at GoHenry.com slash velvet. TNCs apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless canceled. Did you know that when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all? Don't search match with Indeed. If you hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform that has a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You guys know I hate to waste time. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. Before I had Indeed, when I hired for this podcast, it was a disaster. It took me hours and hours to go through resumes, only to find that I couldn't find anyone even remotely qualified. The editors, PR, advertising, marketing, ad sales people, all the people involved in this podcast I found through Indeed. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And Good news. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash velvet. Just go to indeed.com slash velvet right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I I don't know what's going to happen in Atlanta. I, I really don't. Maybe we won't reboot it, but I will stand by and I don't care what the ratings are. I don't care that they were okay. I think it was a horrible season. But the ratings weren't horrible compared to some of these other shows. That is actually correct. They weren't Beverly Hills ratings, but they weren't bad. I don't know. I mean, not bad. It's not bad. I mean, you have to look for the future. Not bad doesn't really do it. It's like, then what is the future? If we brought everyone back in Atlanta... For another season, what happens after that? We still have the same problem. Like, we're not going to get seven more seasons out of this. So I think it's like, let's deal with this now. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll. Oh, Mr. Yontef, now you have us all. That's a lot to think about. I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm going to try to be nice. I'm going to try well, to be Well, nice. let's head up to RHOP, which also some to me is not having a great season and there is a theory floating online and seems like she might be even saying it you know she is saying it on talk shows but that candace is being pushed out and i do have a theory on this why um, does candace feel she's being pushed out what, what has she said on the talk shows like why does she feel this um she feels like she is the only one actually presenting her true life that everybody i else- agree is making stuff up or deflecting. And so um, they are icing her out. And my theory is, if that's correct, they're probably icing her out because she is a threat, right? Like if you've got, if they've all kind of decided we're going to do this show and we kind of just, you know, Giselle and Robin are great at like putting stuff on the Grand Dame, the Grand Dame, the Grand Dame is just the Grand Dame, I guess, at this point. You know, she just has that air about her, but we're not going to learn anything new about she and Ray. Um, Surrey, Virginia seems very historic to her, but to most people, I don't know that they care. Um, 
You know, Miss Darby, I love my girl, Ashley Darby. I'm missing, believe it or not, I'm missing Michael Darby's drama a little bit, you know? So it's, do you think that the threat is that she, that Candace is too authentic and is therefore a threat that the women don't want to be all in authentic and so they got to get rid of the person who's, and and do you think that Candy could really, Candy Gal, our Candy Gal could be off next season? Yes, 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 really? and no. Yes, oh, yes, 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 and no. Okay. I, you know, there's this woman. She's a hot bag of wind over there in uh, Salt Lake. We have a hot bag of wind. Her name is Heather Gay, and she says receipts, timelines, proof, and we will never work with you. Get up and get out. You can leave. And then we have a baby gorgeous who is sending tweets that uh, Miss Monica has overplayed her hand. And when you overplay your hand, you are fired. Well, Miss Monica will not be fired. And my point is there will never be a housewife, not even one of the top three housewives of all times. Her name is Teresa. Her last name is Judice. Uh, Miss Judice said to Melissa, we will never see you here again, bitch. Remember when she said that on the reunion? Teresa called me before the reunion and we had a lovely chat. And she said, I'm going to tell Melissa that she's never coming back. And I said, well, Teresa, I've been saying for months, Melissa Gorga will 100% be fired. Well, no housewife determines the cast, people. So I do think that these people that present their fake lives, Giselle, and their fake lives, Robin, who still doesn't want to talk about Juan, and we're not even, we're like not even focusing on this when it's an actual thing. Um, I do think that they are, right, like the Grand Dame and Giselle have it down, right? Like they spat Giselle, like Karen loves when Giselle comes for her and vice versa. They're just like, thank God you're giving me something to work with here, right? Like they, they have an understanding at this point. So I do agree with you. I think that they do not want to present their real lives and they would like Candy out and they find her a threat. But I do not think they all have the power to do that. Like Danielle Staub is not gone. She's gone because she, you know, well, in the end, she pulled someone's hair and she wasn't a cast member. So it's like, no, I don't think getting together and icing someone out. I mean, people have iced out Teresa Giudice many times and no one wanted to speak to her. And they found a fucking friend down the street under, under, the, the car, fixing the car to film with Teresa. They'll find something, someone to work with Candy Gal before they let Candy Gal go. At this point, that's how I feel. How do I feel? Housewives. I mean, is NECA coming back? Oh, God. Is the professor? Um, I think it's time. I think it's time for the professor to basically end class and give everyone an A and just go out on a high note. Why you're not feeling the professor? Do you feel like the professor brings anything? Like, no, I don't. I don't. I, don't know. I loved the professor season one, but then I think she just got into the uh, TV of it all so much. You know, like the boob jobs, the the face, the outfits. I don't know. I loved that she was. I wish she leaned more into the academics of it, but she got tits. She got know. ass. Right, right. I don't know. She's doing a lot of. TV commentary. I, I have I got to check her page. Um, I don't think so. I think she's still waiting to sell some of those two wick candles. You know what I'm saying? Like the professor is not home anymore. I think we need to have a new name for the professor because class honey has been dismissed for many seasons now. We can call her the candle maker. You know what I'm saying? 
Isn't that a better name? No, I don't find anything authentic about the professor. I agree with you. I'm sorry. I think the Grand Dame is above it all. She's the Grand Dame. You do not fire the Grand Dame. What's up? What's up with the Grand Dame's charm school, by the way? Um, when does that start? I want. I definitely. By the way, I think Little Raven Huger. We all. You know, here I am. I spoof forth that Gia Giudice could be maybe one of the first uh, legacy housewives of all time. I think eventually, when the Grand Dame is ready to go and she's of an age that they will not work with her anymore, and they'll have to fire some other people because we don't want a lawsuit for Bravo um, with age discrimination, which is actually illegal here in the U.S. Uh, I think Raven Huger, little influencer over there. I got my eyes on you, Raven. Uh, could be. Could be coming up. Interesting. Yeah. You know what would be really interesting? Do you want to know something that would be really tell interesting? Me, tell me. I think would be really interesting if a housewife's child lived somewhere else like cynthia bailey doesn't live in this like cynthia bailey's daughter ended up living in you know brooklyn or went to nyu or like i mean she did she was in new york i think she's still in new york or she lives in la if some housewife's daughter gia's in new jersey probably for the rest of her life went to another state and just naturally not not relocated not tried to get on the show and just was literally living in it because raven i think lives in new york i think karen's daughter lives in brooklyn i think also it would just be interesting if yeah, a house crossover mm -hmm. if like a housewife's daughter became a housewife but not on their own franchise because i don't see how that's gonna work you're never gonna go against it's just gonna be too weird i think that would be interesting that Legacy would be housewife. really juicy that I like would be it. really juicy um what else? Is there anything else you want to talk about homeless, not toothless? I mean, most of our homeless, not toothless appearance did get axed out, my friends. I'm so upset. I um, know. You know, is there anything else Beverly wow. related or? Yeah. Um, well, I want to talk about um, Southern Charm, guys. Great. One of the best seasons in a really, That's really long time. What I'm hearing. Okay, tell me why. Why was it so good? Why? It, you know why? And I just sat down with a Southern Charm cast. Oh, do I want to call this person a cast member? I just sat down with somebody from Southern Charm. Um, and this is why I said this on the air with this person, which will come out. Um, it's oh like God. Vanderpump. Who I think it is. This is going to be so big. Oh, wow. It's like Vanderpump. I feel that, well, I think two reasons. First of all, it's like the male housewives, first of all. You have like OGs or people that were there since season two and Craig and Shep and Austin. And like, when did this show become, you know, the women come and go. The real rocks of this show are the guys. And I think it's so interesting. It's like the male housewives. I think, but I really, that's one reason. But I really think the reason is because it is real true intertwined relationships like Vanderpump. I mean, these people, for the most part, whether it was on the screen or off the screen, have known each other for like decades. And not everyone. We tried to bring in new people. I was just asked, what do you think of the two new guys on the air? And I'm like, well, one of them is named Rod and the other one's name, I don't know. I know he was gay and probably stunt casted because you needed a gay character uh, for, you know, to check the box. And I don't remember his name. So we try to bring in some new people. I think Vanita, 
I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what she adds. I don't really know what Leva has added. I mean, just right off into Southern hospitality at this point. I think we're definitely going to have a cast shakeup. We're going to change out the cast a little oh, bit. Okay. I, I Look, I think Leva and I'm sure they're going to keep Vanita, but I think Leva and the two new guys will probably be gone. I think JT was a great addition. Love him or hate him. It was a great season of Southern Charm. One of the best in forever. And I think it's because like, it's like Vanderpump. You have this Taylor. She was dating Shep and then she kissed Austin. It really is incestuous within the group. You have Paige from Summer House making appearances. Yes. It just, it was just was a good season. It just was a good season. One of the best ones in a really long time. Really? Wow. Did you see that Craig and Austin are going to be opening a new neighborhood tavern in Charleston? Maybe, I did. Maybe that's where the money is. Maybe you and I should be opening a bar. It seems like Jack's, you know, Tom and Tom. Uh, I, I don't, don't know. know. Now these guys, it's going to be a neighborhood tavern dubbed by the way. Charleston has grown so much in the last few years and brought in a lot of travelers. So we wanted to create a space where locals and travelers could hang out together and enjoy the neighborhood. Craig told the outlet. Here's my question though. So, um, Craig and Paige, are they getting married or not? Because, I mean, I don't see this woman living her life in Charleston, but I guess I don't think he's leaving now. We're opening a bar, right? I mean, is, is was that the big debate this season? Well, his pillow company is there and he has a warehouse. And look, I think, first of all, it's only an hour away on a plane. I think when they get married and actually have children, it is a great place to raise your children. I mean, yeah, it, it's it, beautiful. I went for the first time this past spring. I was like, oh, my God. It's one beautiful. of the women from Southern Charm who'd been on it is now like a bartender at one of the nightclubs or something. So she's a Ooh, bottle waitress, redhead. That. Trying to think. Not, well, not Catherine Dennis. No, no. She'd been on, I think, several seasons ago. And I think she was like a friend of, or hmm. uh, anyway. Let's get back. Let's get, yeah. get, get back to us on that one. I mean, it's look, I mean, town. yes. You need a shitload of money to live in Manhattan with children. You know, your children, they don't have to go to private school. I mean, there's public schools like Bronx School of Science, but really they kind of do. If you're in New York, you have to kind of go to private school. So now you look at like the suburbs, which is like Westchester and Jersey and Long Island, and they're all good. They're great suburbs. They really are. But, you know, what it costs to live in Long Island, uh, New Jersey, near the city, like where Jackie lives, or I mean, even the Maj, I mean, she's... Um, well, also, it's not like New York or Los Angeles or California are like particularly business friendly. I mean, I, I doubt Craig is, you know, itching to move his business. To He's New not York. moving to New York. Okay. So why can't they just live in? So I mean, but like it's really will, expensive. Right? So it's much cheaper in Charleston. Live there. Give the kids there. And Paige will fly to New York twice a week to do her. Mind you, when you're doing your online influencing shit you can look i find myself spending more and more time in the hamptons and when i'm there i feel like i've like kind of dropped out of society a little bit in like a good way i was talking to your friends about this the other night like you know it just it's like you you i mean it's i guess it's easy for me to say this because then i get up and leave and go to two major cities but it's nice when you have like a nice easy way of life it's nice for oh it is it is wonderful. I mean, Charleston is uh, like when I was there this spring, I'm like, I could see how you could get into this. It just yeah. that if you've been to Savannah, Georgia, if you've been to New Orleans, it just has that 
big, easy feel. You know, it's just that I love the Spanish moss. It's just, it's a vibe. It is a vibe, honey. It's a vibe. We're trying to get sober on this show, but it is like grab here, head out on a boat and just, just live in that sunshine, that Southern life, that Southern hospitality. Everybody's sweet. Everybody's your neighbor. Everybody's sweet. Everybody's your neighbor. It does remind me of Savannah. So I don't know. Look, I mean, after saying Melissa was 100% going to be fired, I should stop with my predictions. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if um, Paige moved there when they got married. I think that they are going to, they seem like, to me, they seem like a Dury and PK. You can say what you want. I just see it working. I, I see Craig and Paige actually working out. I got to go with oh. my, I got to go with my gut on this one, babe. Well, they've I, been together quite a long time now, right? It's been a couple, it's been what, how many years? Good couple years. They've been together for quite a while. And, um, but it was a great season. Shep talking about getting sober. Shep has admitted on uh, a few weeks ago on part two of the reunion that he blacked out at BravoCon completely and does not remember anything. And that he really has had a come into Jesus moment and that he is addicted to hard alcohol and shots. And he will not be doing hard alcohol and shots, but he will only be drinking beer going forward. So try it. Good I luck. I guess if you drink 25 beers, isn't that equivalent to like a couple of martinis? So, I mean, I don't know if that's really going I mean, to. Some people who don't have a problem swear off certain types of alcohol, right? Certain types of alcohol just make you a little bit crazier. I am sure it's <laughs> the same way with other substances. So maybe, but I think. Seems like he's had alcohol pop up in his life. I don't know. It's hard. You know, look, I get that's the part of Bethany's reality reckoning. I understand. You know, these, they're all opening bars. There is there is this level of drinking, I think, that's- Where is Bethany's reality reckoning? Nowhere, I don't think. I guess maybe they're working. Mark Garagos, they're probably working behind the scenes, right? No, I think it's- I think we've moved on. I think Bethany got no, over her podcast. Other clients. She's okay. over her podcast. Her latest thing is she's pissed. And there's, you see that viral video that went around. This is in your world, your TikTok world. You're very hip and young, Sarah. Ooh, um, by the way, know. in my building over here in Hollywood, I mean, it's so annoying. Like there are so many, I mean, only in LA, there are so many like TikTokers and like influencers that live here and like- Get on board. You know, mind you, they come down and they're like, oh, you actually have like a really big podcast. I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, more power to everyone creative, like do your thing. I'm extremely grateful that this actually is a thing. I mean, I could be, you That's could all get- out sick of me tomorrow but the young ones like the tiktokers and they're just like filming and they're like like the other night they were filming something with like they went to some convenience store and they they had to grab two items and the the thing was like who who whose calories were the most one girl's like i grabbed a can of tuna the other girl's like i grabbed the double stuff oreos well i think that girl's gonna win i'm just i'm not minding my own i'm just minding my own business but you had to grab two items she grabbed like the double stuff Oreos. And I forgot what it was like an extra large bag of like cheese. It's and I'm like, like cheese doodles with like the ones that make your fingers orange. And I'm like, I think she's going to win. I mean, I hate to butt in you're having your tuna, but, and no, you cannot come on the behind the velvet podcast. But my point was, did you see Bethany? Tell me. Tell me. 
there was an influencer recently who really backed up everything Bethany said. She was like, she was, she was an ex Sephora employee. And she said, the little girl came in 10 years old and she wanted a retinoid, a retinol product. And she's like, this literally is not, you're asking me, this isn't like recommended for a 10 year old. Like this will literally strip your skin. And then she was like, like, and then the girl, I guess, looked at her and said, shut up. And then she's like, I don't care what you have to say. Get out. Just show me where the products are. Like, just this is what Bethany went on a rant about with herself. And then the mother came in and she was like, the employee was like, thank God the mother is here. And no, the mother was worse than the kid. And she was like, are you calling my daughter a liar? Are you doing this? Are you doing-? And then somehow she, when the daughter walked away, the mother was like, well, really, is this bad? She's like, I wouldn't recommend it to a 10-year-old. And the employee was like, look, I'm not butting in. I'm just doing my job. And then the mother was like, oh, shit, I'm worried. But then they ended up buying it anyway. I don't know. My point is, Bethany seems to be over the reckoning, and she seems to be on a Sephora terror that her daughter, she can afford hundreds. Of, and it was the Drunk Elephant product. The Drunk Elephant products are the most expensive. They're the ones all the kids want. And Bethany wants us to know, like a few weeks ago, that Bryn could have over $1 million of drunk elephant every day. No one is richer than Bethany. I could buy my daughter the most expensive products every day. What does this have to do with the story? Why do we? (laughs) But she's like, but she's like, but I don't. She is learning responsibility and seeing these kids that are so spoiled. They all they want is drunk elephant. I am appalled. That's all. So she's on to a new cost, Sarah. (laughs) I actually think she's listened to our podcast and begrudgingly taken our advice. And I think she has realized that she is like a little overexposed and I think she's giving it a beat. So Bethany Frankel has the bet. Bethany Frankel has taken. We're glad to see that Bethany Frankel has taken our advice. Is that what you're saying? I'm taking credit for it. Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I think she stepped back. I think the podcast is laying low. It's very, it's a little bit quiet. I think she's just been, you know, she did that rant on the Sephora kid. But I mean, most people are going to side with her and the employee at Sephora. Who's going to who's going to be excited about a mouthy 10 year old that's entitled and a mom? You know, I mean, no one's no one's going to take their side. And everybody knows retinol is bad for you it's when you're young. It's like for, you know, more mature skin. So I just think she's I think she's like seen the comments and everything. And I think she's just backing down a bit. Again, listen, I'm not shaming her. She's been very successful. Yeah, she is. I I agree. Don't count out the B, but I'm just saying if it were me, if I were her and I had a daughter that I loved and I had a fiance who was just as wealthy, although rumor is that his family don't care for her too much, but that's just the rumor. What, what do you want from me? I would just go live my life. I'm telling you, if I were Bethany, this is just me. You would literally never see me on social media again. Unless it was to talk about my own products and hawk my own products. Like you would hear me talking about Skinny Girl 24-7, but you would never hear me ranting about anything. I would not have a podcast. I would literally do nothing except try to get you to buy my products. And I would be like, I never don't need to work. So I don't care. That's just me. I think everybody's like, what's the objection here? Are you a beauty influencer? Do you want back on housewives? Are you just making money off housewives by doing these rewives? Are you trying to be a talk show? I mean, I think everybody's like, are you a producer? I think everyone is what is happening here? And listen, let me just make it clear because we've seen many housewives podcasts come and go. 
Nobody wants anything from these housewives other than to get messy like you and me and talk about housewives. Nobody wants to hear Vicky's whoop it up when she's talking about like business advice and how to be a good Christian. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to hear Melissa Gorga's podcast when she talks about, you know, how she's restocking envy with larger sizes finally. You know what I mean? When you have Joe Gorga on after he charges at a ref and gets kicked out of the game, everyone wants to hear what you and Joe have to say. Correct. So uh, newsflash to all the housewives, like, I mean, Bethany, I don't even know. I don't even, you know, she's too, it's too, like with rewives, her idea was good, like, let's take classic scenes like the table flip, but she would just be better off if she just sat here and she's like, Jesus Christ, this Anne Marie is fucking driving me crazy. Fuck her. And that's it. With no agenda. There's always an agenda. And then like, you know, and Kyle, like, it's all about, and she would just be like, and what the fuck is going on with Kyle? Da-da-da-da. Like, she should just comment on the shows. I guarantee you she would be a top rated podcast week after week if she just did that. Don't you think if she was like now girl, because Candy is also Candace is also pissed. She came for Giselle when she's like, because, you know, it was revealed on Potomac the other week that Mia was a victim of sexual assault. And Giselle, I guess, was speaking speaking out. And Candace is like, what we are not going to do is act all concerned about, you know, someone who is sexually assaulted when we have falsely acclaimed, uh, uh, falsely accused of sexual assault. She's like, I'm done. I'm tired. I need to go to bed. I'm like, I wonder if Candy Gal is getting to the point she doesn't want to do the show. It just seems like it's personal there in the P in a way that, you know, like you don't see Sutton Strack. Like, I mean, Sutton takes digs here and there, but I, I don't know. There's something about, I don't think Sutton even cares, like, whether Crystal likes her or Anna Marie likes her or, I don't know. You know what I mean? Same with EJ. I just think, I don't, it seems like it's gotten a little too personal in the pay. We can wrap up, by the way. I've got, I got to go anyway. I, I'm heading out to a podcasting event. I literally am sitting here, like, I have brunch plans. I'm supposed to go to a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, that's out the window, unfortunately, because I'm supposed to go to brunch. Someone else is calling me from my Hamptons place. I don't know what the fuck they want. And someone else is telling me that the party we were going to tonight is like now, like this afternoon. Don't like, let him tell you he has no friends. I have learned that out. Let me tell you. And since he's <laughs> in Los Angeles, this man cannot commit to any plans. Um, That's not true. That I'm going to not... work. I'll let you know about if I could make a dinner. Okay. I got to tell Craig's <sighs> we're coming or we're not coming. I know. I'll get back to you. You know and what it is? He's calling his 18 other friends going, well, can you get together later? Because this bitch wants to go eat. At no, sex. that's not what it is. What it is, is when you're so regimented with work, you just are like, I just can't think about the actual oh. plans. This is why I'm going to die alone, sweetheart. Far from it. I used to think that it would just be myself <laughs> and my kids showing up to the hospice center. There'll be a line. There'll be a line, okay? There now, now I'm in competition for the Louis Vuitton collection, okay? There's going to be a lot of names in that will, sweetie. Now, you know what? I should take a picture of the Louis and send it to you, and you could earmark which one you want. I yeah, you better. I want it. Yeah, I want <sighs> one. I need one to remember you by, like, so I can you know keep some of your ashes in it for good luck. 
Good God. business luck. And then I can just, you know, when I can just shake you around in the hand. Like, Someone, David, by the way, should I stay with this podcast company? Should I go with that one? David, David. By the way, someone loved that when you said you want to shake my ashes in the Louis. Someone on YouTube was like, Sarah is funny. And they love the Morgan Wade. We will bring back Morgan. You listen, yes, Morgan, Morgan, you got to feel it. You got to feel it. There was no, there has to be a moment for Morgan. And there just wasn't a moment this week for Morgan. There'll be some coming, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. When that Vanderpump comes back, that evil woman, Ooh. that, that, that Laura Vanderpump, that Laura Vanderpump, I don't like her. I don't like her. All right, honey. I love you. Keep in touch. We'll, we'll talk to you very soon. Love you much. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.